You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good night and welcome to this special broadcast of the elections for the 25th Knesset here in Israel. Polls have closed a couple of hours ago in the fifth national election in three and a half years. It appears that the bloc of right-wing ultra-Orthodox led by Likud party leader and former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu holds a slight edge over the bloc of change headed by Yeshatid party leader and current Prime Minister Yair Lapid. Results from the Channel 11 exit poll together with Kantar Polling Institute show that the Netanyahu bloc captured 62 seats with Lapid holding 54 and four seats with the mainly Arab Hadash Tal Union with four seats. Actual results from the tally of the vote will emerge over the course of the night, but here are the results of the Khan poll. Likud, 30 seats, Yeshatid, 22. Religious Zionists with Utsma Yehudi's Itamar Ben-Gvir, 15. National Unity under Benny Gantz, 13. Shas, 10. United Torah Judaism, 7 mandates. Yisrael Beitenu of Avigdor Lieberman, 5 seats. Labor Party, 5 seats. Ram under Mansur Abbas, also 5 mandates. Hadash Tal, 4. And Meretz, 4. Not passing the electoral threshold is Habayit Ayudi, Jewish home, under Ayelet Chaked, and the Arab nationalist Balad party. However, Balad is reportedly very, very close to passing the threshold, and that could change the overall picture and erase Netanyahu's narrow projected margarine. After the results of the exit poll were announced, Netanyahu held a conference call with the leaders of the religious and ultra-Orthodox bloc. He is currently at the Carlton Hotel in Tel Aviv, from where he's been running the Likud campaign on this election day. Netanyahu is set to give his victory speech at the Likud party campaign headquarters at the Binyanei Huma Conference Hall in Jerusalem around 1 o'clock. Prime Minister Yir Lapid watched the results of the exit polls at his home in Tel Aviv. The turnout for this election was relatively high. At 9 o'clock, it was 66.3% of all eligible voters, 5.4% more than the same time in the previous election. The number of voters was 4.5 million, the highest number since 1999. We're joining us on the line right now to help analyze the initial results of the election is Amots Asael, a senior commentator at the Jerusalem Post. Amots, how are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? So what do you think these exit polls are telling us at this moment? They first of all tell us that Netanyahu has survived another political day. This was his aim. And uh, it seems to me all but done. I am unimpressed with the reports that Ballot might cross the threshold because um, this does not configure the votes of the soldiers exactly. that come in slightly later, and I think they will upset such a trend. I think that Netanyahu's victory, narrow though it is, uh, seems irreversible, and um, I think that the politicians are also treating it this way. Well, actually, the Likud party has lost uh, some seats, so in a way, uh, but his block gained one or two seats. So right. is it a Likud victory? Itself, Likud itself seems static, um, but uh, the big gain is with uh, the religious Zionism party, uh, which has all but uh, siphoned everything that in the previous election went Naftali Bennett's way. And this is despite the fact that they 
are an entirely different species, politically speaking. Mm. And um, Bennett was, first of all, religiously speaking, uh, much, much more liberal. For instance, um, he is, to the extent that Orthodox theologian, he is in favor of uh, gay rights. Um, the um, religious Zionism party is vehemently opposed to gay rights. And they, they, they perceive um, homosexuality as, as religious blasphemy. Mm. Um, they are far more nationalist than he was, and they're far more um, militant on, on broader religious issues. This is who they are. Well, well obviously be, people supported that. They, it, it turns out, this is the big question. How could a voter that previously voted for Bennett now vote effectively for Ben Gvir? Mm-hmm. And I think that what happened in the interim uh, was the um, the violence within um, Arab towns in, or mixed towns here in Israel uh, last year. I think that radicalized part of the electorate and can explain uh, the migration of voters from uh, Bennett to Ben Gvir. But th- this question of what made people change their votes is is um, there will be more time for it um, in upcoming months. Right now, Mm -hmm. what we face is uh, an entirely new political configuration within the right. Uh, In other words, while the balance between right and left is not uh, that markedly different from what it previously was, within the right, uh, there is a new very radical force to contend with, and they will be pivotal in this emerging coalition, and I think their demands will be extravagant, both in terms of, of uh, political booty and in terms of ideological direction. In terms of booty, they already said that they intend to demand the defense portfolio and they intend to demand the internal security portfolio. And I think that at least in terms of negotiation tactics, they will also demand the justice portfolio. Mm-hmm. And some of this they will actually obtain the way things currently seem. And in terms of ideological direction, I think that they they will have, as far as their constituency is concerned, they will also have to demand um, some kind of a bill for annexation of the West Bank. Uh, they're going to truly corner Netanyahu in all these ways, and I'm not sure how, if at all, he has a way to maneuver out of them, at least not completely. Well, Amos, it's no secret that Israel has been moving steadily to the right uh, for for decades, and uh, the present coalition government was a bit of an anomaly. So uh, this is reflecting Israel's society now, isn't it? I think that in this regard, what we are witnessing is part of a global trend, Mm -hmm. uh, whereby whereby populists and ultra-conservatives rise. This has been happening uh, in the United States. We've seen it in recent weeks in Italy. Right. And um, it's happening in, in, in a broad spectrum of countries. And uh, Israel is no exception, but it's wrong to say about all of these countries that uh, the new um, proto-fascist uh, trend is victorious. Um, it's true, it's gaining momentum. And it's impossible to ignore or to belittle. But there are strong forces also confronting it, uh, both abroad and here. And they haven't said uh, the last word. Yes, currently they're on the defensive. 
and uh, they've been dealt a blow. Uh, that cannot be uh, that cannot be denied. Who would you say are the biggest losers of this election? Um, individually, I think the one person who is a major loser is Ayala Chaked. Mm. Uh, although her defeat is no surprise because all the polls were consistent about it for for long weeks. Uh, she is a loser in that she was she had she she did over the past uh, several years become a truly center fi- central figure in Israeli politics. She impressed also opponents, and she was extremely popular. And she had she played her cards differently. Uh, she could have now been vying for um, Netanyahu's succession within Likud. There was a well-known uh, plethora of personal problems over there. She didn't. She did not choose that path, and she ended up uh, now uh, maneuvering herself uh, into the political margins, and I'm not sure she can recover from there. She's one loser. Another big loser is Benny Gantz. Yes. Uh, Benny Gantz uh, seemed to be gathering momentum. Instead, he emerges, uh, at least from the exit polls, shorn of three of the Knesset seats, he and Gidon Saar, had uh, together in the outgoing Knesset. That for them is a setback. And for him personally, I think it brings him back uh, down to size. Um, There was a moment in which there was reason to believe that he, for some reason, was faring better than the ordinary Israeli general or retired general uh, when arriving in politics. Um, This did not happen. And um, I don't think also that he has even an arithmetic chance now of, uh, of, of joining a Netanyahu coalition. Really? Because um, people were talking about he could be the, the, the balance to the uh, far The numbers right. don't add up, are you? Uh, mm-hmm. if, if, Net- if he indeed has 11 and is to be inserted instead of uh, Ben Gur, then they only add up to 57. Mm-hmm. So the only way for that to, to um, uh, work is... Um, is if religious Zionism is split between Ben Gvir and Smotrich, and there is no prospect of that happening, uh, their result tonight brings them together. I don't see Benny Gantz now going anywhere other than the opposition. The one scenario whereby uh, the cards get reshuffled is if Netanyahu himself figures that he needs to somehow uh, lure into his coalition centrist alternatives uh, to to the uh, ultra conservative conservative configuration that he currently um, is destined to lead, <clears throat> he can do this by uh, stunning everyone by agreeing to personally step aside um, in in a rotation government uh, that would initially be led by the center. But I don't see Gantz uh, entering into that uh, alone. First of all, as I said, arithmetically and also politically. He will want to have with him on board for such a move. Yair Lapid, this becomes completely complicated, and I don't see this happening right now. Uh, so in the, in the macro look at it, it looks like we're still stuck in a bit of a, of a, tie, a teco, a tie. We can't break this, this sort of dead end. If it, is, if it is 61, then Netanyahu will uh, no doubt uh, march ahead with the 61 uh, razor-thin coalition. And I think he's almost there, and, and my gut feeling is that he will remain there uh, after dawn, and this is what he will do. And he will only later think of how to cope with the politically challenging uh, consequences that all this involves. 
but he will not hesitate to move ahead with a 61-member um, mm-hmm. uh, coalition. Now, okay, suppose he puts together a far-right, ultra-Orthodox coalition, and you talked about the trend in the world. How is uh, particularly United States and American Jewry going to view this kind of government? Well, American Jewry is also not made of one cloth, mm-hmm. and uh, clearly um, uh, the run-of-the-mill mainstream American Jew who is affiliated, affiliated with uh, either the uh, uh, conservative or, or reform movements or who is uh, non-religious, all those will be very displeased with this political development. The observant part of American Jewry, which is sizable with all of its shades, it adds up, I believe, to about one million American Jews. Um, uh, they will be pleased or at least tolerant towards this uh, coalition. The rest will feel uncomfortable. Some of them will also be vocal. And none of this will be good in terms of the future of the Jewish people's cohesion. We're in for a period of crisis, in my view. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, Utsma Yudit leader Itamar Ben-Gvir, who uh, comes from uh, you know, a Kahanist past. What was it about him? I mean, is this a flash in the pan? Well, he's just a charismatic person who was able to draw some of the, 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 the supporters and the voters to him? Or is this a trend? He has never held any executive position of any sort, not even um, uh, an assistant to a deputy mayor of a small town. Hmm. Uh, and he now um, is in all likelihood about to hold some such executive office for the first time in his life, and that will be his test. Uh, whether or not he can be also an able executive, we do not know. Uh, we know that his colleague, Motrich, actually surprised people when he was briefly transport minister. He surprised people not only in his efficiency, but also in his willingness and even eagerness to tackle issues that had nothing to do with his ideology, things like the price of bus fares, he was into that. That surprised people. We don't know any of this about Ben Gvir. Uh, all we know about him is his street activist um, uh, career, which is elaborate and, and very alarming. Um, he's a provocateur, and um, that is, to answer your question, the key to his uh, electoral success. Uh, I think that Netanyahu did not get this, um, the okay. appeal. The, the popular appeal and the electoral potential that he swayed uh, when he thought that he was tinkering with him by legitimizing okay. him and, make, and using him in order to garner a few more votes for Amos. the broader right wing. Thank you so much, Arot Sasael, special senior commentator for the Jerusalem Post. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you, Arya. Thank you. And our special coverage of Israel's election will continue at 6.15 this morning, right here at 101.3 FM Radio Rekha.